Welcome to Living in Grand Rapids, the podcast. I am Josh May. I am Katie Arnold. I am Leah Hills. And I'm Ross Bacon. And we are four of the Maker Realtors with Remax of Grand Rapids coming to you another episode today. We're going to get back into some real estate. We're going to talk renting versus owning. What a hot topic, right? I mean, with all of the talk of appreciation and interest rates and financial understanding of the market. I mean, renting versus owning, especially in this community, is a big, big conversation. You guys ready for it? Absolutely. This is a great topic, by the way. Yeah, I'm excited for this. I feel like I've had more and more family members talk to me about buying a home instead of continuing to rent. So Josh and Ross, this is your opportunity to help me break out of the cycle of renting and convince me if it's time to buy. We've been working on Katie for a couple of years now. I think this is maybe this is it. Maybe this is the topic. This will be the closer for sure. Especially if we do our job right. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. It's something that comes up quite a bit. I get asked it uh, all all the time. I mean, obviously both uh, have their pros and cons. And I, I think it really comes down to, you know, where someone's at in life, what's their future plans are. But yeah, obviously Josh mentioned, you know, you've got, uh, there's so many great opportunities right now to purchase a home, you know, and there's so many reasons why that's a good idea. If you, if you're planning on staying put and you got a great job or you just, you know, you want to stay in the city you're living in and you're able to do it, then yeah, exploring the, all avenues of purchasing a home is a great idea. You know, you're taking advantage of historically low interest rates. You know, you're taking advantage of all these different programs out there that help people purchase a home. You know, in- inventory is low, but rent is up too. I know specifically here in Grand Rapids, you know, finding a rental can be just as big of a struggle as it is to find a home to purchase. You know, and, and also the biggest thing is why make someone else money when you can do the same for yourself and yeah. purchasing a home? Yeah. So often I get this question, you know, it's funny because I've been hearing the same question for the past 11 to 12 years. Josh, when is the market going to stop going up? You know, and people often ask me that because they say, well, we don't want to enter the, we don't want to enter the real estate market if there's going to be a downward push. So I would say, um, start with understanding the local and national economics, uh, understanding, uh, what the experts are saying, you know, we've been on an 11 year run as far as, uh, home values appreciating. So somebody that made that decision, uh, to rent. 11 years ago is incredibly, incredibly happy. Their their home value is essentially tripled. That's a pretty big nest egg for somebody that maybe bought a house for $120,000 10 years ago. And now that house is worth 280 to 300,000. And that's real tangible money. So if you're looking at um, long-term investment strategy, housing is important. I think from a future projections, I mean, we've kind of talked about this a little bit in the past, but national economists are saying that the real estate market is going to continue to appreciate at least into the foreseeable future, 2024, 2025. So we've still got a supply and demand issue. So if you can get in at a very low interest rate, which we're at historical lows right now, find that home, even just sit tight. If you've got a two to three year plan, you know, we've been appreciating on average about seven to 8% over the past 10 years. So let's just say appreciation even went down to 5% and you bought a $200,000 house you know, that $200,000 house could be worth $230,000 in three years. And then you need to analyze, okay, well, I've appreciated, I've, I've, I've gained equity in my home. What would I have spent money on rent in a two to three year 
period of time. So that would probably be more than likely if you're paying $1,000 a month in rent, you know, you're going to spend $24,000, in rent that you're not going to be able to recoup that money versus buying, you know, you're going to have a nice little nest egg of hopefully, you know, $30,000, $40,000 in equity uh, over that same period of time. So that, that can be upwards of a sixty dollars to $70,000 swing if you really analyze those numbers. I think the last I heard, this country itself is short about 4.3 million homes. So we have uh, a huge shortage. Builders can't keep up. Material costs are pretty high right now due to the pandemic. I know they've come down quite a bit. Still, it's still relatively expensive to build a home uh, at the moment. And the hardest part is finding the land to do that. When you have 4.3 million homes, they're saying it's going to take, could take five, six years for everybody to be caught up. And there's such a, especially here in the Grand Rapids area, there's such a huge surplus of buyers out there. You know, a lot of people are getting discouraged and wanting to go rent. You know, they're not thinking the long-term effects too. You know, I always tell clients that I'm working with, you know, never stop looking. If you're even thinking about getting, looking at a home, never stop looking because it only takes one home for you to get and you're, that you're happy with. I think that a lot of people are just kind of didn't, getting discouraged and wanting to go rent. Some people, you know, another thing to consider is, you know, a lot of people are worried about maintenance and upkeep and things like that. I think most people get stuck thinking about the short-term effects of owning a home rather than the long-term effects that Josh just talked about. Yeah, you might have to replace a roof. You might have to, you know, have a plumber come over and fix a few things. Doing so still creates the amount of equity of you staying there if you know two to three years, you're gonna come out on top when it's time to either upgrade or you know call it quits and move move out of state. Both have the pros and cons. It's just a very unique time right now to think about purchasing a home given the way uh, rates are and uh, just what's happening in the market and the appreciation that we've seen over the years. So Ross, let's talk about deductions as far as do what do some buyers get? from their you know, tax reductions on buying their single family home. We're able to deduct that mortgage, that interest. You get the benefit of you know, deducting the mortgage interest that you're paying. You're also getting, you know, here in Michigan, we have the non-homestead and homestead tax, um, tax break, I guess is what you'd call it. In Michigan, if you claim the home that you are living in as your homestead property or as owner occupied and that's your primary residence, you're going to get a huge tax break. You know, uh, it's it's a difference of about 30, 35% difference in taxes as opposed to you living in it, or say if you just bought it as an investment and you have tenants occupying it. So there's a lot of, you know, money saving benefits in owning a home and very little in renting. There's also some interesting things just about uh, energy efficiency, investing money into your home. There's some energy uh, tax credits out there also. Now, I'm not up to speed on on everything at the moment, but you know, you put new windows in, you upgrade your home to a very energy efficient home. There's some tax credits, there's some some savings. So a lot of ways to save money with home ownership. Now, we're not here to say renting is not an option or doesn't make sense because it does actually make sense in plenty of scenarios. Let's talk about some of those though, Ross. Yeah, in, in our in our experiences, when does it make sense for people to rent? I think somebody coming in from out of town who hasn't had the opportunity to really explore the area, to become familiar with it. You know, I've had a lot of out of town buyers come and they don't know anything about Grand Rapids, but except where they know where they're going to be working. And, um, you know, they kind of know what areas they want to live in, but they're still not familiar with Grand Rapids. And, and one thing about living here in Grand Rapids is when someone tells me they want to be within 20 to 30 minutes of work, that's a huge range of you know where you could be living you know this isn't like a major metropolitan area where it takes 
you know, 30 minutes just to go six blocks up the road. People are very surprised by how easy it is to get places around this area. So I, I think that somebody moving in from out of state might want to consider getting familiar with the place of renting for six months, maybe a year, and then come here and start looking for a home, especially because it's so competitive and uh, inventory is so low. It might take some time to find that right house. Yeah, so that that would be a great uh, scenario. Uh, I've got a couple clients doing that right now. I've actually got some clients that have decided to you know capitalize on the market. They want to uh, list their home. They want to put their home on the market. They want to you know take that profit. But until they see what their profit is, they're not just they're not quite ready to jump back into the market. Given the market is a little bit tighter right now. I've actually got some clients that are selling their home. They're going to go do a short-term uh, six months, six-month rental, so they're not pressured into making a quick decision. I've got a couple clients doing that right now. I think renting makes a lot of sense if you want to just take your time, not make a quick decision that you're kind of forced into, and not to say that we can't find you, we can't find you the right place under a, a quick time constraint, but there are people that just want to make sure they don't have that pressure. So renting might make a, a good uh, peace of mind option for them. What else you got? I think maintenance is, a, is another thing. You know, if um, I, I've talked to a lot of people who like new things, they like experiencing new places, meeting new people and bouncing around. So, um, you know, you, you have maintenance. It is, I mean, it is true with renting. It's, it's worry-free. I mean, you're, you're paying money typically more than what a mortgage would be, but you don't have to worry about that roof, the windows, or, you know, a plumbing issue that might arise. So, um, you know, it's as simple as making a phone call and hopefully you've got a good enough landlord that, that will get it fixed right away. Yeah. And you've got some different uh, rental areas, complexes in town that have some incredible amenities. Somebody might be moving into town. They don't know anybody and they say, you know what, this community clubhouse makes sense. This pool, this outdoor pool makes sense to me. I'm just going to move in here, get to know as many people as I can. And then once I feel comfortable entering the housing market, I'm going to do that. I think renting is a great way to kind of build community too, in a new city. Uh, perfect opera. I mean, look, use Abby on our team. Mm -hmm. Abby did this, did that at the bricks. Uh, she lived there for two years and, you know, she made a lot of friends doing that. She still talks to a lot of people and, you know, she loved it. I think that that's something to consider um, over owning too, that, you know, some people might moving into a new city. If, if I were moving to a new city, I, I would probably rent as well because it's a great opportunity to get to know people. So I think what I'm hearing from you, Ross, and, and myself is history tells us at least over the past 11 years that purchasing a home probably is a better financial decision. Really, there's no doubt about that. If we're looking at finances and we're looking at building some equity in a home and hopefully you know, using that money for retirement or just having a nest egg aside, buying probably makes more sense. Owning makes more sense. Some of the options for renting, like we said, are you know, maybe getting involved in the community, uh, meeting some more people if you're not from the area, maybe not quite ready to make a quick decision. So there's options for both. Katie, Leah, any other follow-up questions for us? I think the big thing for me is just if I'm like on the fence here and I, you guys have made some great points so far, but like, what are the questions that like Leah and I should be asking ourselves if it's the time to buy? Like, what are the, the big questions to kind of like dig deep and decide if it's time to buy? Going into take, taking a look at, you know, look at what you've paid monthly in rent over the past few years. 
maybe on average, if you've bounced around from place to place and your rent amount has changed, you know, have you been comfortable making those payments and asking and having that? I think the number one thing everybody should do if you're even considering about it is just start having, start off by having that conversation with the lender. In most cases, people are approved for more than what they actually need. I think the question, what you should be asking the lender is say, hey, here's what I'm comfortable paying. How much house can I get with this type of a down payment? Because if you're able to make those payments, heck, if, if you're able to have your own home, build equity, build appreciation, get the tax benefits and pay less than what you're paying, that should kind of help maybe offset some of the worries with the maintenance that comes with owning a house. Yeah. The other question um, that I'll get a lot and I advise people to think about this is, you know, how long do you plan on being in that particular location? I mean, my benchmark is typically about two years or so. If I know that somebody's going to be there for two years, then I think purchasing makes sense given the, you know, past history of the past 10, 11 years and, and beyond. Now, with that being said, we do have some owners that, you know, they know they might be relocating in a year from now and, and maybe they purchase for a year and then they hold on to that house as an investment property. So that's something that we also didn't think about is just because you buy a home doesn't mean if you have to move or if you relocate, it's not the end of the world. Uh, owning uh, investment real estate is is a great place to be. So I think things you want to think about is, you know, what is my plan? Am I going to be in the area? If I'm going to be here for the next couple years, then let's dig into this more. Like Ross said, let's analyze the monthly payments on both scenarios. And then let's look at history and understand that, yeah, if, if real estate does continue to appreciate, I'll more than likely be in a safe space. And my worst case scenario, because I always like to think about worst case scenarios, is my worst case scenario is if I move, I've got two options. I either sell the property and hopefully the market has appreciated and you make a little money there, or you hold on to it and help, you know, maybe own your versus investment property, get some help with that. You can do it yourself or or hire a local property management company. I know a lot of, there's, we've had a few clients that have rented the home they own and gone and rented a, like a con. They wanted to live downtown. Um, so like, I'm, I'm going to capitalize on the fact that I own this home. Here's what I know I can rent it for, but I want to go live in a condo downtown and experience that for a couple of years. And I know people who have done that and it's worked out very well for them. So many options. Absolutely. <laughs> a lot of things to think about. A lot of things to think about. It's a really good conversation. I'm glad we dug into this a little bit because we do get these questions quite a bit here. And uh, I appreciate you guys listening. After you've decided to rent versus own, or at least dig into that, we'll let you guys get back to living in Grand Rapids. Have a great day. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Living in Grand Rapids, the podcast. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and share with your friends. You can find us on Instagram at maygroupgr or online at marketgrandrapids.com.